There we go. <laughs> hello, 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 and welcome to The Cup, the currently unnamed podcast, where we always come here first to quench your reality thirst, and where we put the real and the tea in reality first. I am Lana, your resident diva, here to give the tea, spill the tea, and drink the tea, because you know I love me some tea per. And uh, if you have some tea, you know what to do. Hit me up. I am just going to be drinking Sunkiss today because, you know, why not? It's been that kind of day and I'm thirsty. But if I was drinking something in the cup. I mean, aren't we all thirsty in our own way? Yeah. Uh, and if, and we, I, if, I, if, I, if I was, don't, don't, don't step on it now. Don't step over me now. If I was drinking something out of a cup, it would be the cup cup, the best cup, where you can have your tea always, you know, and you know, you can get it in the the link below, uh, lanagcreations.etsy.com, where you can get your cup merch and all other merch and items to your heart, consent. so check it out. Now, As someone that owns a high quality mug? High quality cup. <laughs> and uh and of course it is I, Brooke, the queer college graduate who plays way too much Smash Bros. Uh for the past week I have been playing Ori in the Blind Forest on my Switch. Uh just finished it today. Gotta get to World of the Wisps next, but you know, gotta go through my backlog of nice indie games. Uh, and, you know, normally I'm repping it for the Axiom Nation, but because this is a main roster show, I'm repping it for the man who deserves all of our love all the time, so Omo Sapiens rise up. Um, and, you know, this was just such a fun show. Uh, I'm really excited to get to talk about it. Not to mention, just backlash in general, this is probably the biggest surprise we have had as a pay-per-view, like, quality-wise mm-hmm. in a long time. Like, we expect a lot out of WrestleMania and a lot of like the rumble but backlash specifically is always just kind of a downer not this year so i'm really excited to talk about it yeah this year was great it had everything to do with the crowd i feel it had everything Mm -hmm. to do with puerto rico they had a great show and they showed out and showed up for this show and it was amazing the energy was unmatched unmatched you know, um, if I'm going to compare it to anything, it kind of reminded me a little bit of Clash of the Castle, where mm. not only did they have it in this location, but they made you feel like you were there. Yeah. Uh, you know, Clash of the Castle was very, like, unashamedly London, unashamedly mm-hmm. England, you know? Mm-hmm. And I feel like Backlash this particular year was unashamedly Puerto Rico. Uh, yeah. Like, you could feel it in the crowd, you could feel it in, you know... The Bad Bunny Damian Priest match, which we'll talk about it. Uh, Zelina Vega, Rhea Ripley had a lot of like mm-hmm. that particular heritage in it, um, and I not a bad thing at all. Mm-hmm. Definitely made the show better. I think mm-hmm. you know um, because it's one thing to like pull a Saudi Arabia and have a show in wherever, mm-hmm. um, but particularly here because this is the first pay per view they've had in Puerto Rico since two thousand five, I think. And it was New Year's Revolution, which not a not a name people remember, um, but they probably should. But you know, um, this is just a real. It was a really solid pay per view with a really into it crowd. WWE keeps sending backlash to Puerto Rico every year. Yeah, I, I don't sure. care. Do it, please. For <laughs> sure, I think Puerto Rico deserves a pay per view every year, like 
everywhere else. I just it was just so good. And we're gonna talk about it. Um, we're gonna jump right in and get to talking about it. And these this slides it should be in order of the matches that Hopefully. started. So yes, to there start us off, to kick us off was EO Sky versus the champion Bianca Belair. And I will have to say, the start match was a good start to the show. Not only that, I honestly think this match with Io was better than her match with Oscar at Mania. And I, I agree. And I and I nothing, no shade to Oscar. She is one of my faves. Love no, her. no, any of that. I just think one, this match had more time, and two, they just have more chemistry. Yeah. Uh and sometimes that's all that matters. Um but not to mention, Bianca and Io have been doing this for God knows how long together. They yes. were in NXT together. They had some really good matches down there. Uh, both of them were heels in NXT, too. So, like, you had a lot of... There's a lot of history here. Not as much Bianca Asuka, but these two just tore the house down, and that crowd, <sighs> this entire match. It was so, like, usually everybody's like, Bianca, Bianca. Folks was very EO Sky in this match. And I Me was too. happy for it. I was here for it because I'm like, sometimes we need to switch it up a little bit. And mm-hmm. EO deserves that. She is so dang talented. Not taking anything away from Bianca Belair because she's the champ. We know how talented she is. We Longest reigning. Huh? <laughs> Longest reigning now, too. Exactly. We <laughs> know how amazing she is. So... To have it, to switch it up, where it, I think that also challenges Bianca because she's so used to now being the favorite to have the, now you have to play the role of, oh, I'm not the favorite. <laughs> People are heavily rooting against me. It was just so good to see. I enjoyed this match from beginning to end. Even though I hate the way it ended, I would have rather a clean ending. But, True. you know. Um, it was giving one night stand with Rob Van Dam and John Cena in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe yeah. not to the full degree because Rob Van Dam was definitely a face at that time too. But like, I don't think I have ever seen a crowd this much against someone that a crowd is normally big fans of. Um, but Bianca played her role very well. She didn't just go heel in this match for no reason. Right. Io didn't play babyface. It was mostly just the two of them working a really solid match. Mm-hmm. And then the last two minutes, Damage Control decided to come out and, you know, do what they want to do. And that was fine, I guess. Um, SmackDown this past week, we saw, like, further downhill slope for Damage Control because Bailey cost them a match against the women's tag champs, uh, Raquel and Liv, for the tag titles. Um, so maybe Damage Control is going to be breaking up soon. If so, cool. Let EO have a really good face run. Bailey can just be a heel. The two of them can have a great feud into SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. But I wish these two would have gotten to end this match on a conclusion that felt satisfying. Yeah. Um, because this match, outside of that, I would give it five stars. I honestly think this match was incredible. It was a, yeah, I agree. It was a great match. I just wanted it to end better. But it, other than that, it was solid a very solid match i would it's a rewatchable match you know what i'm saying and i think that's how i rate better if i can go back and rewatch it it was worth the time 
I, I could go back and rewatch this match. So. Absolutely. It was good. Dude, look, since you were with Wes, do you have any... Um... <laughs> oh, Wes, Wes loved this match as well. Wes is currently uh, a little bit busy today. He's on mm-hmm. that uh, Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom uh, loop at the moment, which can't blame him. Um, but, uh, yeah, he really enjoyed this match. It, also, it was his finals week this past week, so he's been very busy. He He's mm-hmm. doing his thing. Uh, he also really liked this match quite a bit. Uh, he definitely... Uh, was Team EO as well. Uh, I think it's we're getting to that point now where like once a title reign gets so long, as much as I love Bianca, it does help to move the belt elsewhere. Um, which, based off of SmackDown last night, because uh, we're recording this on uh, May the thirteenth, uh, Saturday, uh, looks like we're getting Bianca EO at Night of Champions, not EO Bianca Oscar at Night of Champions. If that's the case great give them another extra 10 minutes and i'll be happy um oscar could win there oscar turned heel on smackdown last night so if you know they want to get a heel champion on smack on smackdown with the raw women's title which god they need to change the name of those belts um why don't they just let bianca and and rhea just swap belts just let them so it could be on the same show like it's not that hard the last time they did that, people weren't happy, but also it was Becky and Charlotte. I don't think people really liked either one of them that much. Well, people liked Becky, but nobody wanted Charlotte to have the belt at the time. Um, right. I mean, it is what it is. It, nobody hates Rhea. Nobody hates Bianca. Let mm-hmm. them just say, okay, we own the different shows now. Here's your belt. Here's your belt. Go rip mm-hmm. your show. Like- Either that or do what the rumor is and change the name of the belt so they don't have to be brand locked. That's fine, too. Just do something because right now, the Raw Women's title being on SmackDown and vice versa is a little annoying and a little irritating yeah. and, and kind of hard to follow if you're a casual fan. Um, but yeah, this match was great. Uh, everybody loved it. I don't know anybody who's had anything negative to say about it outside of the finish. Uh, exactly. Well, let's move along because it's time for some Homo Sapiens to stand up. Rise Homo up. Sapiens, rise Homo Sapiens. Up. Rise up! Get to that seven foot level. You can do it. Get your knees done. <laughs> oh, Seth freaking Rollins versus Amos. Oh, Amos. I okay. I, I like oh, this match. I'm not I have know. mixed feelings about this match. Mm-hmm. Um, in the predictions video, I said this was literally going to be. Seth Rollins is going to be fighting for the World Heavyweight title at Night of Champions. He needs a big win to give him momentum. This is exactly what it was. Yep. (laughs) Um, I don't mind it, though. I I do resent the predictability, but I get it. Um, Mm -hmm. The irritating thing to me, though, is we now know that AJ Styles is going to be in the other slot. Mm -hmm. uh, And they didn't give Styles anything similar to that. They didn't give him a match on this card at all. Right. Uh, They could have even done... Like the OC, they could have done like him, Mia Yim, and either Carl Anderson or Luke Gallows versus the Viking Raiders because they had like a mini feud on SmackDown before the draft. Uh, could have even been like a pre show match, just keep him in the mind. But Seth was great. Omos did his best. Uh, this is probably the best match we've seen Omos have in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was good, it was solid. It was. A, it was. A, I enjoyed the match. I, I wasn't very upset with it. I knew we, like we said, we knew what was going to happen. It was very predictable. 
But it wasn't a horrible match. Usually, you know, when Omos is fighting, you're like, okay. Ah. But no, this was okay. And I really believe that when you have somebody in a good ring general in the ring with you, like Seth Rollins is, mm-hmm. you can make a match better than what you expect it to be. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think they did their thing. It was a good match. It was obviously a stepping stone and a platform for Seth Rollins to get the momentum so he can become the champion at Night of Champions because that's what's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now, coming into Night of Champions, we'll talk about it more later, uh, but, you know, Seth did win the two triple threat, the triple threat and then the singles match against uh, Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. On Raw this past week, so he is in the World Heavyweight Title match at Backlash, not Backlash, at Night of Champions. Um, we'll talk. We'll talk about the other half of that later. But uh, personally, I'm excited for that match. I'm very excited for that match. Um, and you know, I don't think him winning here and then going into that really dampens anything for me. Mm-mm. It just makes it feel a little less unpredictable. But it's okay. It was a good match. It was a good match. I enjoyed this match. Oh, also, the top rope stomp that he did at the end. Okay. Okay, like... Okay. From an effect standpoint, Mm -hmm. it looked really sick. I don't know how much damage it would actually do comparatively, but it looked really sick. It looked really good, right? Yeah. And that's really all we need is just to make it look good. And they made it it looks it. I was like, woof, impressive. Impressive. Okay. Moving right along. We have Bobby Lashley, Bronson, and Austin Theory. Can I just say, I want to start off by saying predictions, predictions. When you have a prediction show and you predict exactly <laughs> how the match is going to go. Snaps <laughs> and props to us. Snaps we nailed it. Props to us because we predicted this match exactly how it was going to go. Not only that, we called out the finish verbatim. The finish verbatim. <laughs> it was literally... I don't remember if it was me, you, or Wes, but someone said Bobby Lashley is going to hit Bronson Reed with either the Spear of the Dominator, and then <laughs> Theory's going to come in, throw him out, and then Bronson Reed. And guess what happened? Lashley hit Bronson Reed with the Spear, Theory came in, threw Lashley out of the ring, and then Bronson Reed. <laughs> I mean, I literally had... I was watching that match, and I literally had to jump into our group chat and was like... Did we call this or did we not call this? Like, this was exactly how we said it was going to happen. Nobody, none of us was like, we all knew we were like, Bobby Lashley's not taking the pin. He's not going to take the pin. It's going to be Bronson Reed and Austin Theory is going to capitalize on the move that Bobby Lashley does. It was just (laughs) It was like we were writing the script ourselves. And knowing where they went with it this past week, because, uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't watched SmackDown, sorry, kind of already told you he's going to the Nine Champions stuff, but Bobby, Austin Theory, and I cannot remember who the third person on that triple threat was. Sorry, whoever you were. It was a great match. Um, 
Let me check real quick. I have the pay-per-view pulled up right now. Uh, Sheamus. Uh, three of them were in the triple threat. Guess what happened on SmackDown? The exact same finish, only this time Theory threw um, Lashley threw Theory out of the ring and then Sheamus. So, I mean, uh, no, wait, no, I said that backwards. Theory threw, Lashley threw Sheamus out of the ring and pinned Theory. Um, and, you know, I don't think that hurts Theory at all, but it, it does make me worried about where they're going to take this title reign. Uh, Theory's been U.S. champ for six months, uh, which is great reign for him. Where do you go from here is my real question. He doesn't really have any feuds going on at the moment. Uh, Night of Champions is coming up in like two weeks. So ideally he'll have an opponent for that show. That's like a decent caliber. Personally, I would say Sheamus would be lit. Um, but if you don't have a match already set up for him, where you who are you going to put him against at uh, Night of Champions? Who would you put him against, Lana? I don't know. Honestly, I honestly don't know. He's on SmackDown, right? Yep. No, I mean, because I really don't want to see him and Bobby Lashley fight anymore. Like, Mood. no, I, I don't want to see them fight anymore. I'm over it. Um, honestly, he could still fight Bronson Reed if I could see. I wouldn't mind a feud with him and Bronson Reed because if only Reed, Bronson Reed was on SmackDown. Right, oh, he's on <laughs> Raw, so yeah, there's that. I don't know. I don't know where this where they can take this man. Seamus would be a great choice, honestly, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I could see like Santos Escobar being a good pick here too. I think they're both really great. Uh if you really want to mix the fans up, have LA Knight fight Austin Theory at Night of Champions, I would love that. Um but Theory needs some new opponents. Other than Cena, his uh opponent pool has been kind of stale for the last little bit. Mm-hmm. So Get him somebody new up in there to give us a new match at Night of Champions, please. I mean, or I just, just want to see him fight Mustafa Ali and him Mustafa wins. Please, positive I Mustafa, Ali. I need positive Ali to win this belt. Honestly, I, I just need him to. I, want I need him to be on SmackDown. Like, huh? I need him on SmackDown. Because, I know this free agent thing is bothering me too, dude. Oh my god, we'll talk about the free agent stuff in a minute because we need to talk about Baron Corbin, but we'll talk about that when we talk about that. Um, but yeah, good match. It was kind of short, it wasn't very long, but it kind of didn't need to be very long. No, it, it was fine the way it was, and I'm just glad we were in the writer's room to write mm-hmm. this match. Period. Because <laughs> <laughs> we literally was. We nailed it. Next match, Rhea Ripley. Versus Zelina Vega. I mean, this match was going to be great because the crowd was going to make it great. Um, I so before we before we get too deep into it, Mm -hmm. we do have to give Wesley his flowers a little bit here because Mm -hmm. you know in the predictions video, Wesley said this match wouldn't go over seven minutes. Uh, We both said no, we wanted it to go longer, and I wish it would have went longer. It went seven minutes and ten seconds. So Wes, I, that I ten mean, seconds, it went over seven minutes. <laughs> he said it wasn't going to go over seven minutes. It went over seven minutes. 
So Barely. I, I will give him half of flowers, but <laughs> I will give him most of the flowers, but I'm keeping one for myself. Because for sure. <laughs> one for me, one for you, because we said it was going to go over seven minutes and it mm-hmm. did technically go over technically. seven minutes. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I don't think I have ever seen a bigger baby face in my life than Zelina Vega in Puerto Rico. Um, she comes out with the flag. Um, the, the crowd was, and again, we're talking about the crowd all night. The crowd was on fire this whole match, even if it was short. Um, if you don't, and something that I've, people have mentioned for a long time is that for a longer time, for a long time, they've been trying to capture the Rey Mysterio magic that they had at the Latin market with Rey. Uh, Eddie, too, but, you know, specifically Rey, because he's been around forever. Um, I honestly think Zelina Vega could be that person if they give her the means to go there. Um, from what we saw at Backlash, they were really into her, really here for her, wanting her to succeed. I wanted her to succeed. Uh, even though every little part of my analytical wrestling brain was like, no, Rhea just won the belt. Zelina can't beat her. I still wanted it to happen. That doesn't Mm -hmm. happen to me very often. I don't usually get that invested in somebody, especially in a few that really didn't have much of a build. Right. Um, but damn it, Zelina Vega made me want her to win and I'm bummed she didn't. I'm even more bummed that she's probably not even in the title picture anymore, which sucks. But it is what it is. Selena Vega, I'm going to crown her best ring gear of the night. Mm-hmm. She looked spectacular. I was like, oh my gosh. And then when she came out, and uh, first before she even opened her arms, I was like, oh, her ring gear is amazing. Then when mm-hmm. she put up and the flag came out, I was like, oh, simply great. Mm-hmm. And it was just so I I enjoy seeing how emotional she was about this match because we don't get a lot of pay-per-views in Puerto Rico. She was never able to feel the kind of love that she got in Puerto Rico. And that crowd was very much a hundred percent behind her. And Rhea usually gets a lot of fans. Like Rhea has a lot of fans. Everywhere else, I mean, she's in the Judgment Day, and you're like, oh, Judgment Day, but you still like Rhea. So everywhere she goes, this was one time in in this since she became champion that the whole entire crowd was Zelina Vega. And now, but and the thing is, they actually showed respect because they would give him the mommy chance when Rhea first came out, and it was yeah. like, you know, they do love Rhea, mm-hmm. but. Zelina Vega. Zelina Vega. <laughs> yes. Like... Um, and that brings me up to another thing, too. Uh, for a long time, people have been saying, oh, Rhea Ripley's just too popular to be a heel. I don't think that's the case. I think no. Rhea Ripley has that, like, Razor Ramon, early Razor Ramon vibe of, like, she is super cool, but she's still a bad guy. And that's, uh-huh. and that's something that you don't really get very much anymore. Because most of the time, the heels are either super, super boring and just like, ha, 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 I'm going to cheat to make you lose this match, baby face. Ha, ha, ha. Or they're just, you know, big seven foot tall men 
throwing you around ring without taking more than six bumps in a match. And that's, you know, whatever. But Rhea's actually the heel that just comes in, kicks ass, and leaves. And that's all we need her to be. And she's also just kind of a snide queen. But, right. you know. And that's all we need her to be. We don't need her to be... She doesn't have to be anything more than that. I missed the time period before Rhea uh, when you would have heels just get booked strong. Whatever happened to booking a heel strong? Because as much as we talk about like Omos being this like big, tall guy, he hasn't won very much lately. He lost right. to Seth. He lost to Brock. Uh, I mean, he's won like squash matches on Raw and stuff, mm-hmm. but didn't win the Royal Rumble. He lost to... Uh, who did he fight at Mania last year? He lost his Mania match last year to whoever I forget. Um, but like Omos hasn't been winning a lot lately. And we're in a situation now where a lot of heels just lose all the time. And it's nice seeing a heel like Rhea just get built well. Exactly. But oh, and also match- I will add she also uh, Zelina Vega also won the Ring Gear the Night Award at the viewing party that I was at, just for the record. <laughs> Her and and then it was just like it was really a good match. Like I think Selena gave everything she had in that match. It was they had some good uh, spots. The chunkla coming out. Mm-hmm. I was like, yes, with the chunkla. And um, I thought that and was, that was cool. it was her mom too. It was her, her mom was at ringside, which is super yeah. cool. That was um, so cool. Yeah, it was just a good match. But we all knew what was going to happen. Rhea was going to Rhea because she just got the belt. It's not. It just wasn't going to happen where Rhea Ripley would lose this belt at um, at Backlash. But it would have been nice. I agree with you. I knew, like you said, logically, I knew mm-hmm. Rhea was winning this match. But emotionally, I was very much invested in Selena Vega, and I wanted her to win. I was like, I want her to win this match. Even though I know she's not, I want her to win. It was they totally just sucked me into the wrestling fantasy world of maybe the good person will win and mm-hmm. she at home in her own crowd and possibly but yeah i i don't know if, I, I know you were watching wrestling then but like jeff hardy beating triple h for the intercontinental title yes. in 2000 to me it was one of those things of like Zelina could win this match and then they have a rematch on smackdown on friday and she drops the belt back you know right, right. i wouldn't have been like fully satisfied with that but i would have been happy for her to get her moment but also we are also wrestling fans who are moderately aware and we all know the rule of you never win in your hometown and she can't win her home territory i guess but i mean there are um some objections to the rules i guess because Mm -hmm. uh naomi won in orlando for the first time Mm -hmm. and so caitlin when Caitlyn yes. won the Divas title, she won the Divas title in Houston. Yeah, uh, and I mean even Bad Bunny later yes. on this card. It's, but uh, also, it's, it's exceptions to the rules. Yeah, <laughs> but also you know, again, it's one of those things of just it would have been nice, but Rhea needed this win, and I'm happy she got it. Yeah, it was a good match all the way around. Wish it was longer, seven minutes and ten seconds. Could have used like three more minutes. <laughs> Cut three minutes off the tag match and give it to them. I mean, uh, <laughs> but whatevs. We move <laughs> mm-hmm. to the first of the double main events. 
of the night. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. Now, let me start off by saying this. Mm-hmm. Damian Priest deserves his flowers. Oh, sure. Damian Priest deserves his flowers. Bad Bunny deserves his flowers. Mm-hmm. Bad Bunny has just now cemented for me how I now feel about Logan Paul. Sure. You don't have to be all the time. You don't have to be there all the time. Mm-hmm. But when you show up, you show out. And that's what Bad Bunny did in this match. He came. He was prepared. He gave everything. Damian Priest sold everything. He sold it. And off the rip, mm-hmm. when Bad Bunny, when his music hit, that was a pop you don't get very often. True. That was a pop. Like, I think one of the last times we've gotten a pop like that was when the Hardys came back at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. That was the kind of energy that was in that room. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. I watched the entrance like three, four times just to feel that insane. energy. It was insane. It was insane. Mm-hmm. You don't have a whole crowd of people singing your song if you're not Seth Rollins or, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, and something that you mentioned a minute ago with the celebrity appearances, I'm kind of in the same boat as you. Um, I like what they are doing right now, which is the celebrities show up, they don't win belts, they don't do anything crazy, they're not around too long, they're here for a feud, and then they leave. Yes, please keep doing that. Please keep doing that. Because it's great. Because you have people like Logan Paul, right? Which Mm -hmm. we do need to bring him up, because he is kind of relevant to this particular conversation, Mm -hmm. where he had a title match with Roman. He lost. Good. Mm -hmm. He's, he's won some of his feuds. You know, he yep. beat The Miz. He beat the mm-hmm. Mysterios. You know, whatever. He lost to Seth Mania. Cool. Great. It makes him a believable wrestling character. Awesome. Um, Bad Bunny, you know, he's not lost, but he's also only fought in two, three matches right. in the Royal Rumble. Uh, but mm-hmm. two matches. And both of those times, he's shown why we should value him as a commodity if he were to come back. And it's yes. the same thing with Logan Paul. They've both done really well in all their appearances. And mm-hmm. they're not taking up space, which is great. Exactly. Um, but I want to touch on what of no, not even one of my absolute favorite moment of the entire night. Okay. So early on in the show, uh, Bad Bunny is backstage talking to Rey Mysterio. Savio oh. Vega shows up, which if you, we're in Puerto Savio Rico, Vegas. we're in Puerto Rico, we do. Um, but Savio Vega gives him the wrapped kendo stick. I look if Wes would back me up if he were here, he's not. I look at the people in my viewing party and I'm like, I swear if they have Savio Vega on the show and not Carlito, I will be so bummed. Um, and then you know, late in the match, you have the judgment day coming out and they get fended off by the LWO, and everything kind of breaks down a little bit, and then the man himself, Carlito, showed up. I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. I Damn love him it. so much. Also, this oh. man is jacked. He, he got swole. He really needs to come back. Like, he could come back and do another run. I feel like he could do another run. Mm-hmm. And, it, I mean, 
for someone like Savio Vega, obviously he's retired. You know, he doesn't need to do anything more than what he did, which is throw a couple punches and the, the palm strike to Finn Balor and Dominic Mysterio. Didn't do anything else other than that. Carlito, not only is he still wrestling in Puerto Rico for his dad's company, uh, the name of which is currently eclipsing me, um, but he's also been wrestling on the indies and all this other stuff. And he's still, and he looks Dude, great. God, this is the best he's great. looked in years. Yeah, he looks um, great. And I remember he came back for the Royal Rumble during the mm-hmm. pandemic. I think it was 2021 pandemic Rumble. Yeah. Um, and fans were like, "Dude, why is why are no why is no one signing this man?" Right. Literally, WWE, get on this. This is who we want. Because he looks so good. Like, mm-hmm. I was like, "Dang, Carlito, you kind of fine." Like, I ain't never thought Carlito was fine mm-hmm. before. I was just like, "Oh, Carlito." This man is fine. Mm-hmm. Fine. <laughs> well, the other thing about Carlito, too, is you don't even have to keep him around long term if you don't want to. But you tell me Carlito versus Austin Theory at Night of Champions wouldn't do numbers. Oh, that would be amazing. Especially considering Carlito, like, his first big feud was when he debuted. That night he debuted, he won the U.S. title off John Cena. Like... He that's what he's that the US title is the belt people associate him with. Put him in a, yeah. especially and you have Austin Theory who doesn't have an opponent going into United Champions. Carlito would go to Saudi Arabia. He would. He would. Um, and not to mention they did the same thing with Lita a couple years ago. They had Lita versus Becky in uh Elimination Chamber in Saudi Arabia. So like why not? I'm just saying he looked great. Um but back to this match, it was incredible. It was I, so there, there was nothing wrong with it. No. Like, nothing. No. Every spot was well played out, well produced, well executed. Like, it was just a good match from beginning to end. We saw the ups and the downs. We saw uh, Damien taking control. We saw Bad Bunny taking control. It was it was just back and forth. It was so exciting the entire time. I I was just glued to my TV and like I watched it in here and I was like usually laying down watching the match. I was sitting straight up watching <laughs> this match like oh my god, screaming like a crazy person for sure. Um, so good. The tiniest nitpick. Tiny, yes. tiny, 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 tiny oh, nitpick. Okay. Bad Bunny comes out with this shopping cart full of weapons. Okay. Mm-hmm. And I don't mean it was a lot. I mean, he literally had them in a shopping cart in case you have mm-hmm. not watched. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rolls mm-hmm. it down to the ring. The entire match, you know, people keep going back to the shopping cart to grab weapons and stuff. People are going to the ring too. But Bunny's going to the shopping cart pretty much. Right. Mm-hmm. Tiny, tiny nitpick. I really wish somebody would have either gotten thrown into the shopping cart or like, <laughs> push the shopping cart into somebody because <laughs> personally it felt like Occam's table to me. The Occam's table, uh Chekhov's table, like it's just there. It's like it was perfectly there and nobody used it for that. But also if that is my biggest issue with this match, that should tell you the quality. It was insane. It was a great match. I was not mad at this match. I was very much 
screaming and cheering and sitting up, like jumping around on my bed for this match. It was so good. Mm-hmm. But the outcome with Bad Bunny winning this match, because like we said, with the help of uh, Savio Vega coming down, Carlito coming down, the LWO coming down, Judgment Day coming down. It was chaos. It was madness. <laughs> but it was well like executed madness. It was so good. Sure. It was very good. I have no bad notes about this match. Like, um, uh, One thing I would want to say about David Priest, because you mentioned we need to give him his flowers. We really need to give this man his flowers. Mm-hmm. Um. Damien Priest has been performing at a consistently high level yes. for a long time. We really don't get to see him showcase that as much because, I mean, his moveset's not really flashy. You know, it's not like Finn Balor coming off the top rope with the coup de gras or like, you know, big powerful Omos kind of moveset, you know, and even that Omos isn't flashy, but you know what I mean? Like the power and the height itself is flashy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Damien Priest is much more striking with a little bit of power and you know typically that doesn't lend itself to a lot of flash but we we need to acknowledge that this man is really good at what he does he is an insanely talented hand mm-hmm. um and apparently according to reports after the show they're now looking at him as a top guy uh mm-hmm. which as they should um I he see. was in the world title tournament this past monday again as he should mm-hmm. um and he didn't win that match, I believe. Uh, no, he didn't even take the pin. Nakamura took the pin. So, like, when you look at what they're doing with him, I think he is on an upward trajectory. I don't think there's anywhere else for him to go. I think he's going up. And they're going to keep viewing him as a good hand, and they should. And they should. He's, he's, he's shown he's just great at what he does. And he's, 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 he's just really sold his match. Like, he was very much – because – you have to be somebody. Somebody got to be a ring general in these matches, especially when they're out of control and chaotic. And I believe with his experience and Bad Bunny being his friend, but his Bad Bunny being Benito to him, like you uh-huh. know, it's like they're from the same area. They grew up together. They know each other. He had to protect his friend because, as even though Bad Bunny is put himself out there, Bad Bunny is still not a wrestler. Bad Bunny is still one of the biggest music stars in the world. And you got to protect that. For sure. <laughs> Bad, Bunny couldn't, Bad Bunny couldn't get hurt hurt in this match. And, yeah, Damian and, he, did. Priest, and he didn't. No, because Damian Priest made sure of it. Absolutely. That was his job is to make sure that they look good, but Bad Bunny don't get seriously, seriously hurt in this match. Mm-hmm. And you have props to Damian Priest for that. It's, that's he, he sold it. He sold it, and it was amazing. It He's a great... I, I can't wait to see what ha- what's coming up the road for him. It, it has to, like you said, it can't go anywhere but up for him. I just don't see it happening. Also, this should have been the main event, like the actual uh, main event. I it, agree. No. I agree 100%. <laughs> this should have closed the show. Yes. Period. Uh, you tell me... Okay, what could have topped this on this nothing show. nothing because not a damn thing that follow this were good matches but they don't compare to this one and here's the thing as someone who enjoys uh everyone but one person who competed in the next two matches right 
Right. I literally do not remember most of the matches because they were after this. And I watched live and I rewatched. I just... This match was really special. And maybe WWE didn't realize what they had on this with this crowd. And like with going to Puerto Rico with Bad Bunny. Uh, and even Zelina Vega. But I really wish they would have. Uh, I don't understand how they don't though. Because... Bad Bunny is Bad Bunny. He is the top musical artist in the world. In his hometown of Puerto Rico and in Damien's home priest hometown of Puerto Rico. Why would they not think this was going to be the biggest pop of the night? Because both of these men are from Puerto Rico. Exactly. But it made no sense for this not to be the made of it and they show and i honestly honestly i just feel like bad bunny and damian priest was like oh so we ain't the main event okay let's go out there and show them why they made the the biggest mistake mm-hmm. of the night by not putting us last because and, who's gonna follow us well i mean and also the the argument i saw online when people were like oh but you have brock lesnar and cody rhodes on this card fighting each other that has to be the main event i'm like no, no, it doesn't. Did you not watch WrestleMania at all? Because one of the main events was a tag team match. Like, when did the main event have to be the match that had the two biggest names involved? That's not what the main event is, and it's not what it should be. It should uh. be the match that the fans care about the most, that we are the most invested in. Exactly. And even as someone who is not Puerto Rican, I am the whitest bitch you will ever meet, Okay. I was so thoroughly into this, and I didn't give two fucks about Cody Brock, not gonna lie. Um, and I feel like that's also the general consensus, is that most people didn't really care outside of the fact that they wanted Cody to win. And I don't think most people cared about, honestly, I don't think most people cared about the bloodline versus Kevin, Sammy, and Matt. I, that sucks. But comparatively, both of those matches should have went on before this. They should have been 100%. before this. This should have closed the show. And uh, it would have been just amazing. It would have been just as, as amazing. Mm-hmm. But it didn't close the show. And so we're going to talk about the next match, which was the Bloodline solo. OJ Jimmy Uso against Kevin, Sammy, and Riddle. Good match. Solid match. <laughs> interesting match. I have mixed feelings. It was interesting. <laughs> In terms of the wrestling quality, match is incredible. Mm-hmm. Tata, mm-hmm. no, no issues here. Uh, all six of these guys are super great. No one's mm-hmm. gonna have any issues with them fighting. Cool, right? But to me. <sighs> At WrestleMania, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. feud was the best feud on the card. Mm-hmm. I don't even think it was close. Um, you know, the Usos versus Kevin and Sammy, that felt meaningful. Yep. It was so important to us that we wanted Sami Zayn to fight for a world title at WrestleMania. I remember vividly, okay? Yes. it As of the pay-per-view, it had been a month-ish since WrestleMania. Yep. This feud is dead. I, I yep. feel nothing anymore, especially be considering to me the feud should have ended at WrestleMania. 
maybe you could say squeeze out the rematch if you wanted to do the rematch, even though rematch clauses aren't a thing anymore, right? Supposedly. Like, say you wanted to get a rematch on SmackDown at the draft. Cool. Great. Awesome. This feud needs to stop. Okay? Kevin and Sammy need to fight other people. There are 90,000 tag teams on the main roster. You have the Street Profits. You have Pretty Deadly. You have tons of other teams that Kevin and Sammy can be fighting. Exactly. That's the male model. The OC... You got uh, so many people. Alpha Academy, Maximum Alpha Male Academy. Models. Imperial, Imperium. Like, well, to like, be fair, they did fight Imperium on Raw, right? Yes, they did, and they won. They won that match. Cool, mm-hmm. but like that didn't do anything for this feud, and this feud was still going, and right. it's still going. It's still <laughs> and going. I just, I'm so over it because Kevin and Sammy. The whole point. Of to me at least, of Kevin and Sammy winning the tag bouts. One was to cap off the Sami Zayn storyline with the bloodline. Okay, mm-hmm. cool, awesome, great, great story. Probably the best story WWE's told in years, right? Right. But the second thing was so that way we could get fresh matches for the tag titles. Right. Because one, this is the first time they've been competed as a tag team, much less as the champs, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now you can have matches with teams that fought the Usos and they'll be fresh. You know? Cough, cough on the Street Profits. <laughs> um, I mean, heck, New Day, they exist. They do? What do you do? Do they? Do they? <laughs> you would think. You would think? Well, I mean, okay. Kofi well, and Big E are injured. Kofi yeah, was injured, so. Sure. But, like, when when Kofi gets healthy or Big E gets healthy, whichever happens first, mm-hmm. you know, they're there. What's Xavier Woods doing right now? I don't know. But trying to get into the in the solo matches and they keep letting them lose, which is ridiculous. Yeah, give me like, Xavier Woods versus Gunther at not champions and let Xavier Woods win the belt. I don't even care if Gunther doesn't get the record at this point. I just want Xavier Woods to have the IC title. Um, but also, why is Matt Riddle and Sola Sokoa involved in this? Why are they in this match? Why? Like people are like, oh, Solo injured Riddle. Okay, cool. So let them fight se- separately. Yeah, so- and the Usos don't have to be involved, and Sammy and Kevin don't have, don't to, be have to be involved. Like, I <laughs> agree a hundred percent with what you're saying right now. Like, I don't understand why this match even had to be this match. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like this same WrestleMania rematch, but we're going to throw in Riddle and Solo just so it's not exactly the same. And also, correct me if I'm wrong here, but didn't Riddle return on the Raw after WrestleMania and have a fight with The Miz? Did that yeah. go anywhere? No. <laughs> I don't think so. No. <laughs> Just was a, a random match. Which, uh, another thing I'm annoyed with them doing The Miz like that, because why they always got to have The Miz be the one that people want to come back on and win, and he's just losing. I'm like, Miz got like pinned. The Miz is some Rudy Pooh wrestler when he didn't prove that he is not. Not it's just, Rudy Pooh. <laughs> it's so annoying. Like, ugh, I can't. But, but it, off topic on The Miz, though, like, Matt Riddle, when he came back, we were really excited. We were curious to were see what we? was going to happen to him. I mean, I was. I like Riddle. But, <laughs> um, they have devalued him so much in a month. 
Uh, he's taken loss after loss after loss. Not to mention, he's the one that got pinned in this match, too. So, like, unless you want to stop feeding him to Solo, because they fed him to Solo, I think, three or four times in the past month, um, why should we care about Riddle? I don't care about him anymore. I mean, I, I, mean, I like Riddle, but he's kind of directionless at the moment. He doesn't really have anything to do. Um, they're not going to make him feud with Gunther. They're not going to make him like feud with anybody on Raw. So what? what's he there for? What is he doing? He's on Raw, but we're not going to see it because what does it matter? It doesn't. None of this matters. None of this matters. They just, uh, I don't know. Something else that was happening throughout this match was the crumbling of the bloodline starting to form in front of us with Solo having issues with Jay was about to give him the spike and Jay was like you finna hit me I'm your brother I think and since, like I said we we're recording this after Smackdown I think the reason why <clears throat> Solo and Roman are now going to fight Kevin and Sammy for the tag team champions. I feel nothing. <laughs> I I don't like it, but the only way this makes sense to me, mm-hmm. the only way this whole thing would make sense to me is if Roman and Solo win these titles, <laughs> which I am not thrilled about by the way let me put that out there mm-hmm. but if Roman and Solo win these titles just to have to fight the Usos for them see but even then to me that just feels so empty you know it, it feels empty um, because one does Roman need a third belt no <laughs> Does, no. And like, should Solo be holding any belt that is not the United States Championship? No. No. So like, to me, not. it's one of those like, I what I want to happen, right, for this match, right? And I know this is not going to happen. This is what I want in my soul. Okay, I want Sammy and Kevin to be fighting uh, Roman and Solo. Okay, you can even have Roman and Solo kick their butt. I don't care. Doesn't matter. Sure. I want the Usos to come out to try to help, air quotes, and mm-hmm. cost Solo and Roman the match. Um, I love that. Okay, Kevin sure. and Sammy cannot lose these belts. They cannot they go back to the bloodline. I don't want that. No one wants that. Especially because if these belts go back to the bloodline on the back of Roman Reigns, mind right. you, these belts are just going to go part-time. And we already have two world titles taken hostage. By the tribal queef himself. So, like, I, I just... Please, no. Please, dear God, no. I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think they're going to give Roman a third belt. I don't think it's going to happen. I think Sammy and Kevin will win. But I do think Jay and Jimmy will cost them the match. Cost Roman and Solo the match. Which is fine. And then that'll be the total decimation of the bloodline. Um... I can see that happening. I can see that happening. Mm-hmm. Which is which is whatever. But this as far as this match goes, 
the bloodline wins, but it was some um, some discourse between them. And yeah, great. Ruta got pinned. Sure. Moving along. To the last match of the night, which again should not have been the last match of the night. Nope. Because it gave no such thing as last night energy. Nope. It was Brock Lesnar versus Cody Rose because Cody Brock attacked Cody, so we had to do some kind of fisticuffs fight. Honestly, I didn't care after a while with this match. I will tell you how I feel, and then we'll see how you feel about it too, okay? <laughs> the actual match was good. Like the the content of what was going on in this match was fine. It was very good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Outside of the match, I did not care. I do not care. I will not care. Especially now that they're apparently having a rematch to Saudi Arabia, which I still do not care. I still that, will not care, and I still won't care. I mean, we all wanted that, right? I no. Um, and to no, me, no. the thing that really hit home. How much I did not like this match and how much I did not care about this match was the ending. But we'll talk about that when we get to that. Um, rare appearance of blood on WWE programming. Very rare, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, and not only was it blood, he got cut up in the hard way. Like Real bad. Real bad. Yeah. Real bad. <laughs> blood was everywhere. You know, in retrospect, kind of happy this is the last match. We didn't need to look at that blood on the canvas the whole night. Yeah, true. True. Facts. <laughs> um, but Cody hit two crossroads. Brock kicked out. We got the F5. Cody kicked out. Um, which, to be fair, does not happen often. So, mm-hmm. there's that. Um, Brock gets Cody in the Kimura lock. Cody shifts his weight in a weird angled pin kind of thing while he's in the Kimura. Pins Brock for three seconds. Um, I'm really happy they didn't do that stupid thing where Cody gets the pin, but he taps out right before three. Like they've done that enough, and that would yeah. be such a shoehorned way to get this match to happen again. I good. Cody wins. Great. Um Am I happy that Cody won? Yes. Sure. Do I think this match needed to exist in the first place? No. 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 <laughs> No, not at all. I didn't. This match was just because, first of all, it was just it happened because of like out of the random bluest of skies. Like, why the heck is Brock Lesnar attacking Cody Rhodes? We still don't even understand why. We still don't know why. Michael Cole on commentary in this match said, we don't know why Brock Lesnar attacked Cody Rhodes. We may never know why. And I'm like, yeah, Michael, we probably won't because it was shoehorned and stupid and there was no reason for it to happen. There was no point of this to happen. And it was just like, well, we want to get Brock on TV more. So, yeah, let him do this. It's like, seriously, stop. I will give Brock this. He has not missed a pay-per-view this year. He has been on every pay-per-view. Um, which, you would have told me that Brock Lesnar three years ago, I would have laughed in your face. Um, but no, he's been at the Rumble, he's been at Chamber, he's been at Mania, and now he's been on Backlash. He hasn't missed a show yet. So yeah, he will be at Night of Champions. So. Yeah. Um, which, that's more than we can say about Roman. And he's the champ. 
That doesn't make sense to me. We'll talk about that, but that doesn't it, make sense to me. Isn't it crazy that uh, we have had Bianca Belair and Brock Lesnar have been on the same amount of pay-per-views this year? Just food for thought. Um, but, yeah. Um, I didn't care really about this feud. The match was good. It wasn't anything spectacular. Cody Rhodes did his thing as usual. The Brock Lesnar German suplex count hit seven. Fun fact. Um, I just... <sighs> And my friend Zach, because uh, I don't know if Wes and I have ever talked about him. We have a friend named Zach who's like the other like big wrestling fan in our group. He's just busy all the time and, you know, doesn't really talk to us about uh, – like when we talk, we talk about wrestling most of the time. Zach loved this match like a lot, and I didn't get it, and he said it was just really cool. And also, I just – if the casual fan – because Zach's pretty casual. No offense. Love you, Zach. Um, if the casual fans – who are into Cody and don't like Brock liked this match. Great. I did not enjoy it that much. And I feel like the wrestling fan who watches a lot will also not really care for this. Right. Um, it was just, it was just, it was just what it was. I mean, I'm, I'm very happy because we honestly, I thought they were going to let Brock win this match again. It was, mm-hmm. I just thought Brock was going to win because I always think Brock is going to win because I feel like Brock is holding something over whoever's running the company. <laughs> and so Brock always wins. But I was happy to see Brock not winning and it would go to Cody, but I don't you know, know. It, I didn't care. It, in retrospect, did Brock Lesnar beat Omos to have momentum going into this match with Cody Rhodes? Stop. Just like they're doing with Seth. I mean, maybe AJ Styles is going to be the champion. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Um, But yeah. Yep. Oh, also, such a bad way to end the show with the finish of this. Because, especially compared to Bad Bunny, Damian Priest. Because that was an emphatic, I beat you with a move match. Cody basically won with a glorified roll-up here. Right. Like, Brock had him. And he stacked him up and pinned him. That does not make Cody look very good. Right. It makes him look resourceful and it makes him look crafty, but it doesn't make him look dominant. It doesn't make him look like a world beater, which is what we need him to look like when he fights Roman again. If he right. fights Roman again, because right. at this point it's a big old if. It's a big like, old if. It's a very big if. We don't know. I don't know. I just feel like they just made a mistake by not putting the Bad Bunny with Damian Priest match as the main event of the night, but mm-hmm. we can talk about that to the cows come home and it won't change the things, so. Alright, so, as we mentioned, Night of Champions is going to be uh, two weeks from today as the filming. It is Saturday, so, you know, do with that what you will. Uh, May 27th. Uh, so far, we only have three matches confirmed, but basically four are confirmed. We're assuming we're going to get Oscar Bianca, um, but Seth Rollins versus AJ Styles for the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament Final. Um, I'm excited for that because I love mm-hmm. both of those guys. They're going to put on a great show. And also, they haven't really fought each other much. So this right. is pretty fresh. Uh, we're getting Cody versus Brock for whatever reason. And then Kevin and Sammy versus Roman Reigns and Sola Sokoa for the tag titles. Please, dear God, do not let Roman and Solo win that match. Um, are you excited for Night of Champions as of now? As of right now, not really. Mm-hmm. 
they have to do some more. I mean, I if I'm excited about uh, Seth and AJ because I think that's going to be a great match, regardless mm-hmm. of what happened, regardless of the outcome. I think it's going to be a great match. Two very entertaining and amazing wrestlers going at it, and like both of them are just super skilled and super talented. So I'm excited about that match. As of right now, though, not really because they haven't had the like the buildups to any matches that I'm more. I don't want this to Emmy Zayn, Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns solo match. I don't even want that. I don't even want it. But if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. I need more though. I need them to give us more cards. Who's really really going to fight? Who is um? who is uh is Gunther going to fight is is uh Austin Theory going to fight who is the tag team champ are the, are the women's tag team is Liv and Raquel going to fight I just need to know more who's going to do more fighting I mean and I want all I feel like this is not a champions all the championships need to be fought like I need the women's <laughs> tag team champions I need uh Rhea I need the um, I, I the, the U.S. title. I need the uh IC title. I want all the titles in Night of Champions. And I'm sorry, Mr. Roman Reigns, if you decide that you want to go for the tag team champion, then you need to suck it up for later on the night and fight with your Universal Champions because all titles should be fought and should be going at Night of Champions. What the heck are we gonna call it, Night of Champions? If yeah. all the are not going to be up for grabs at some point. Mm-hmm. Um, so. it's, it's it's super true. Um, I just I have thoughts about Night of Champions. I really don't even want to talk about it that much. I we'll say personally, uh, this is the first time we've covered a Saudi Saudi show on the podcast. Uh, personally. I am not a supporter of the Saudi shows. Uh, I am not a fan of the Saudi Arabian government. Uh, I have a lot of, like, personal things that really do not need to be talked about on this podcast. Just let it be known that I do not like the Saudi shows, like, on principle. Um, So, knowing that they're going to keep going back, I believe this contract still has, like, four or five more years on it. Um, It bums me out that not only are we getting Night of Champions instead of Queen and King of the Ring, which is what the show was supposed to be and should have been, I might add. Mm -hmm. Um, But I don't like Night of Champions as a pay-per-view concept. I never have. Uh, And a lot of that has to do with the fact that sometimes you don't need to put titles on the line. And, you know, when you make it Night of Champions, you put yourself in the corner. You either, A, shoehorn in a feud onto this pay-per-view, that doesn't need to be there. That could have a good match, sure, but like, there's no build to it. Like, let's say you put Gunther versus like, I don't know, Drew McIntyre. Right. Like, it'll be great, but like, it won't feel anything because you've had no build for it, right? Um, and then, or you don't put a match for a title on the show, and then is it really Night of Champions? Because the whole yeah. gimmick of Night of Champions has been four years, like you mentioned, every belt's on the line. Roman's not defending these world titles if he stays in this tag match, and. You know, we do have two weeks of programming. Things could change, you know, whatever. But I just don't like this pay-per-view concept. I never have. Uh, give me King and Queen of the Ring. Way better. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you know we're at a point now where we just kind of have to deal with it it's already been mm-hmm. advertised they're already throwing it out so whatever um yeah but you know we will be back here shortly in a couple weeks to give you our predictions for this full card when it comes out hopefully we're going to be seeing some good matches uh especially hopefully we're going to have three different distinct unique women's championship matches in Saudi Arabia I pray to lord we get three matches for those belts um, they showed up low to silence the women baby one match mm-hmm. yeah I mean a couple years ago we got two Two of these yeah. matches on the card. And that was great. And that was amazing. It was insane. Uh, and in a good way, right? Um, and my problem with the Saudi Arabia shows has never been the content. I mean, sometimes the Saudi Arabia shows are bad. You know, it was just a bad show, bad show. But it, it just happens to be with how they treat the talent and mm-hmm. how some of the talent are put in positions while they are there. Um we should probably mention that as a SmackDown, this is Sami Zayn's first time he's going over for a Saudi Arabia show. Yeah. Um, I am deeply worried for this man's safety. Just gonna say. I'm not, I don't even know him personally. But like, based off of things that have occurred in the past, you know, Sami Zayn is a Muslim. Sami Zayn is uh, born in Canada, but from Syria nationally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Runs a charity called Sammy for Syria. Like he's mm-hmm. very much a pro-Syria person. Syria, mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia, tons of issues there. Mm-hmm. Um, and they've just now reestablished relations between the two countries. It's I'm worried. That's all I'm gonna say. And if other people are worried for him, I don't blame you. Um, so WWE, if something happens to this man while you are in this country, dear God. <laughs> that's all I have to say for you. I mean, I, I feel like when you're doing a show like this in Saudi Arabia where people actually have real problems with or issues with a government and not, like Sam Hussein never wanted to go to Saudi Arabia for reasons uh, that, he, you know, obvious reasons. I don't feel like forcing him to go just to do with this match because he's the champion is right. And I feel like if Roman doesn't have to do his championship, why does Sami Zayn have to do his championship? Well, historically, at least from what we've been told, because again, we're not backstage. We don't, we're not present for the meetings. It's just all hearsay conjecture. Um, Anyone who did not want to go to these Saudi Arabia shows didn't have to. Mm. Um, like Daniel Bryan didn't go to them. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens said he's in. He never went to them. Um, I hope that is still the case and Sammy is choosing to go. Mm-hmm. If that is not the case, I will be very sad. Yeah. Just being straight up. Yeah. But um, regardless... It's happening in two weeks. Uh, mark your calendars. Night of Champions is on May 27th. Uh, it will be at a weird airtime because it is in Saudi Arabia. Make sure you're keeping out a lookout for when it's going to air. It's going to be like noonish it's here. Noon typically. here. Uh, 11 noon Eastern. Yeah, it's noon mm-hmm. Eastern, so 11 Central. Um, yeah. It's a Saturday, so they feel like they could do it on that time at that time. Um, sure. Check. We'll probably be back probably the week before week of Night of Champions 
to discuss when all the matches and do our recaps and predictions. So be on the lookout. Follow us on the cup at re- at the cup reality underscore reality on Twitter. So you will be sure to see when we're going to drop the video. Also, if you just don't want to miss it, hit the subscribe button on YouTube. Subscribe, like, share, follow, all of that stuff. Hit the bell. Punch so that notification bell. Hit the bell. <laughs> that way you'll be notified as soon as it drops. And we will mm-hmm. be dropping it very shortly after we record it. So, mm-hmm. you know, things happen. And I will make sure of it personally because I am now in charge of making sure that all of our wrestling content goes out when it's supposed to go out. And so this video here will be dropping tomorrow in the morning so awesome um and not to mention you know i might try to talk on it and west into uh shoehorning in a nxt battleground prediction into that one as well because battleground is on the 28th so you know it's going to be a nice weekend for wrestling not even to mention the next day the day of battleground aew double or nothing is happening so it's going to be a very loaded card so uh make sure you take some time for yourself that weekend uh, and also, you know, tomorrow is Mother's Day, so happy Mother's Day to all the mothers in the audience. Thank you very much. Or I guess today's Mother's Day as of upload. Yeah, we'll um, happy Mother's Day to all the mothers. And uh, yeah, so that's it. Brooke, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. We we uh, we did it. Yep. Yes, we did. Wes was missed, and we'll, I will, we will let him know how he was definitely missed, mm-hmm. but I, I will let him know right after. But our prediction still was spot on pretty pretty, much. pretty spot on yeah pretty spot on so let's see if we can go again because we did this for wrestlemania we were pretty spot on for wrestlemania we're mm-hmm. pretty spot on for backlash we'll see how spot on we are for night of champions mm-hmm. and um yeah so i guess cheers everybody cheers y'all don't forget to get your cup merch get that cup cup get that cup cup bye 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 Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.